This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. Yeah, it was a bit muted, uh, for sure. But still, I mean, people know what it is. It's yeah. Everybody who listens, I mean, the single person who listens to us, knows that that can pop, or what passes for a can pop, ag, uh, is the start of another episode of the Innocuous Bastards podcast. The show you did not ask for yet. Here we are. Just want to remind everybody that. Our opinions expressed on this show are ours alone and do not reflect anybody else's opinion, anybody else's opinions. Uh, AG, how have you been? I mean, let's start with you since you had that very kind of muted pop, can pop. I mean, I don't know where I can go. I mean, it's only up from there. Uh, so <laughs> that was true. I mean, I guess I, I still am thinking back to one's earlier ones, and I don't know why I can't reproduce those other than just the batch of beer. But oh. you, 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 no, no, no. I'm not blaming oh. you. I'm saying maybe they changed the formula or. Well, to be fair, to be fair to AG, it is a new, a newer mic setup that we have here at the IB mm. studio. And so I think we're still trying to find the right angle. Maybe you're still trying to find the right angle. I need that. I need that raw audio, you know, just the straight, no raw. filter, no, no limiter. I need some raw audio. Blast it. Radio, no filter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have been good. It's uh, man, what a nice fall day this is today, and uh, it's like the colors in the city are really beautiful. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if they're at their peak or past them or whatever, but I still see a lot of really beautiful color. I, I feel like I feel like we're nearing the the yeah. end of the color change. And then another yeah. thing is the welcome back to the rain. Which has, I think, possibly extinguished some of the four fires around the state. I don't know. You, the amount of rain that we, we've been we've gotten seems like there's no fire that could survive it. But I'm probably wrong about it. Yeah, I mean, we finally got the temperatures finally got down low enough here in the city, or not, or in this part of the of the state or country that the leaves did start to change because I was a little, I was a little concerned there in the beginning of fall, you know, especially after the official start of the fall uh, season, autumn season, the leaves were still pretty freaking green. It's like, what the hell did somebody not tell the trees or something? Or they were brown from being like where I am. There's a lot of brown leaves on trees because it's just a scarcity of water until it started, until it started raining, of course. So that was a little bit disappointing, but I coming up here, it's like, wow, so nothing quite like seeing a lot of fall color on a beautiful uh, fall, sunny, blue sky day. It just all just pops. And Absolutely. Makes me feel good. Well, we're glad you're here and you, and you made it, it safely. Thank you. Mac, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good, actually. The, um, in our neck of the woods, as it were, there are a lot more of the trees that have that. Just because of kind of how they set up the streets, mm-hmm. especially on Cornell, there's lots of those... Uh, uh, trees that are, are are coming out now, uh, whether they're straight or LBGTQ, I don't LGBTQ. know. It doesn't matter to me. They're all beautiful uh, the colors, and uh, I appreciate all of them. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know. Actually, I was just listening a second ago. You were 
uh, kind of shaking your other drink there, and that actually sounded quite a bit better than the uh, that muted pop, which you know kind of reminds me of uh, maybe what happened on election night—the red ripple, as it might be. I don't even know if it's a ripple. It, it's more of like a red, you know, it's like a red mist, a red mi- red fog, sort <laughs> of, or a light, a red drizzle. How about yes. a babbling brook? Yeah, well, it's not even that pretty. I mean, it, I mean, a lot of the candidates were not. Uh, some of them were. Uh, most were not. But it w- it, w- it was kind of nice. Uh, it, I feel like right now to go into the next couple of years, knowing that it's not like the worst case scenario that uh, did happen. I know I'm kind of you know, jumping ahead, but you are um, jumping ahead. I just yeah, asked you how you were. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of that had to do with election night and, and, and sort of following that. I am a political junkie after all. Everyone knows that. Everybody does. Uh, at least our Dogs one listener know knows. Our one listener knows. Edgar I'm, does. That Yes. Yeah. And but beyond that, no, it's 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 uh, it's been nice. Uh, it's been kind of weird. We've had uh, the weird rain and cold. And then we got that like today and the next three days it'll be like almost like uh, spring weather again. Really? Yeah. It's supposed oh. to be like 55. God and damn sunny. it. I know. I know. We need like, I am done with that. We need the weather that really drives home. The next six months are going to suck for weather. That's the kind of weather we need that kind of drives you to suicide. <laughs> uh, not that anybody should do that, but I mean, it might. I mean, because, you know, because of the weather. So uh, no, it, it is it, it is definitely beautiful outside, and uh, and uh, you know, professionally, personally, politically, I'm I'm in a pretty good space. I'm loving it. Good. I'm glad, because there's a, you know there's a lot to be thankful for. Um, I know this is not officially our Thanksgiving episode, but you know, I mean, this time of year, you just got to be. I don't know. It just it just opens you up to being thankful for for nice sunny blue blue sky day. Um, maybe temperate, temperate weather, temperate temperatures, temperate temperatures. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's good. And I'm glad that you're, uh, that you're mentally, um, balanced right now, Mac, because, uh, leading up to the <laughs> midterms, uh, elections, you were kind of unhinged. I don't want unhinged, but certainly Sepakuber is right around the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was not looking good. And I, but I, I, I've been following it uh, and kind of looking at the uh, polling. And, the, you know, the, the polling can sometimes be really good and, and sometimes it's like way the fuck off. And in this case, again, they didn't know the power of the Roe versus Wade situ- kind of situation. Because I guarantee you if that didn't happen, it would have probably been a red wave because all these voters would have been asleep. They, they would not have been like, oh, it's another one of those midterm elections. Wait, so are you saying that we should be thanking Judge Clarence Thomas? I'm not saying we should be thanking him, but, I mean, in a certain way, and, like, uh, what's her face, Sarah Coney Barrett, or she's long, the Long Island, Coney Island, Coney Barrett. Dog. Coney, yeah. yeah, Comey. Uh, Com- Coney Dog, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like, the, the Gorishes and all those people, I think they kind of woke up to the fact that it kind of does fucking matter who's in power in those two branches of government besides just the presidency. Um, you know, you, you, you've got to see those things coming ahead of time. And right now, um, unless somebody retires on the Supreme Court in the next two years, we're stuck with these motherfuckers for a little while. And they're, they're going to continue to do more damage to our democracy. But at the very least, the next two years won't be as bad. And so, I mean, I think Republicans will win. 
the control of the house. It's not going to be by much, though, like maybe five or six different seats. That's that's not a huge majority. So they're going to have trouble getting through um, uh, really anything that they want to enact on the Senate side. It actually looks like the Dems will actually pick up a seat, which I didn't think was going to happen. So I think. Well, uh, yeah, because a big win was Nevada. Uh, no, Arizona. Sorry, uh, Arizona yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Nevada's still undecided, I think. Yeah, but um, where they're going to be counting the votes is in Clark County in the, the Vegas area. Yeah. And so there's there's a lot of votes there that are going to be really good for the Democrats. Okay. So it looks like they're going to win there. Uh, and they'll also, I don't think that the runoff with Georgia will be much different. I think the uh, Herschel Walker will still be amazingly within about a point of Warnock. Uh, I mean, that just shows how, how much people have been desensitized because of Trump, because Herschel Walker, if you, if, if he were to do this back in 2016, uh, probably would have gotten his ass kicked or even in 2020, like really, really badly would have been, uh, but now people don't care. I mean, he's attacked his wife, you know, he treats his kids like shit. Uh, he's forced women to have abortions. All the stuff that he claims to be against, he's done. It's like, and that's no different than Trump. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, he's followed along exactly with Donald Trump's footsteps, and, um, and you know, and is hoping to win. And th- the fact that it was is within one point, which is almost like a blowout these days. Um, if 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 you win an uh, election or a race by more than like 05 percent. It seems like it's almost like a blowout. You know, I don't think that'll change. So I think the, and there's even still a chance that the Dems could win the House. It's not out of the, it's not out of the realm of possibility yet, which is so strange. By uh, and when does that get decided? It's just whenever these. I, I don't understand how it's difficult for some of these places to be counting votes <laughs> uh, and still be counting votes after this because I don't remember that growing up as being a very big issue, but apparently it is. I think. Some of this is that it takes a long time to count the votes, but when you have like results coming in that are significantly in somebody's favor, that they'll call the election before all the votes are counted. And I think that's happening a lot now because the relation, the races are so close, they have to wait till all of the counting is done instead of just saying, okay, well. You know, you've got 60%, but there's all these other, you know, counties to come in, et cetera. Now it's like, uh, everything's a toss-up. So. I think it's because of the redistricting of all these, you know, all, all, like all the gerrymandering of these places as sure. well has sort of caused yep. that. But the, the thing that's the funniest is that uh, Lauren Boebert, the gun-toting uh, wannabe Sarah Palin. Yeah. Is, you know, she's not losing right now, but it was, it, she was predicted to win by like 10 points there in that Colorado district that she's in. And the fact that she's having to sweat it out, I, I think is, uh, she, she, she probably will win. But the fact that she's having to sweat it out is actually pretty cool. Yeah, because she thought that she was the popular. Love it. Popular. Yes. It, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, however. I don't think she was in this one. This no, but time. did she win? Oh, Wait, I think she was in 2020. Oh, my bad. She's yeah. getting divorced. We know that. Excellent. Yeah. Who would want to stay married I, to I that? wouldn't want to stay <laughs> married to that. No. Uh, but and, and then in terms of, I know you don't live in Multnomah County, but were you, um, I imagine, Mac, that you're also following local oh, government sure. news. Yeah, yeah. What were you, was there anything there that uh, made you, the only gave one you a boner? <laughs> the only one I saw was that 
And Joanne Hardesty uh, lost. I know that's not necessarily a Multnomah County thing. It's more of a Portland thing. But the fact that she lost, I mean, I think is good. I think it's good for the. I think it's good for the city. Uh, she was kind of a crazy bee. Yeah, ding dong, the bitch is dead. Uh, yeah. Was kind of trending on in my head. But now, uh, specifically, nice. what what has bothered you about Hardesty? Eh? She. Not besides the gambling stuff. Okay, well then I don't I have nothing. <laughs> oh, well she treated an Uber driver no, like crap. She she but she was also very, uh, you know, defund the police, and yet she was also the first to call police. So right, f right. you mm-hmm. and you know your hypocrisy. She, she's a hypocrite, um, you know, and she really she was very quick to pull the race card. Yes. Yeah. So and it ended up being wrong. I mean, she ended up being proven wrong by yeah. that as well, and that's the thing. It's like uh, you got to be very careful when you, you you know you do that anyway, just as a just out of responsibility and and, and being a good person. But yeah, uh, you know, if you know for sure that you're just doing it to do it, then you're no better than a Karen. Uh, at the same time, you're just the same person. To me, going to be a Karen about things, right? You got to be able to accept the responsibility, and then, then you know she's now no longer a part of the uh, city council. I think is a good thing. Again, I don't live in Portland anymore, but I mean I come down enough, and I have obviously friends and and things that I know down you know to here. So I think I, I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, obviously then we got if you look at the rest of Oregon, you got Kotex, uh, Kotex, Co- oh, just one, co- just one tech. tech. Don't start that. Just one tech. What? what, did I, what that did is I exactly the right what they're doing to her name, and it's fucking boring. Ah, I think it's kind of funny. It's not that funny. It's, it's funny to me. It's always funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's not funny. funny. Just kidding. <laughs> that was a that was another brand. Sorry. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, well, one thing that I know that uh, it it it's funny because uh, you know one of the one of the restaurants that I frequent here uh, in town is called Jake's Grill. This, they're not a sponsor, but um, they, the bartenders there revealed, um, let's see, on the 9th, wait a second, Tuesday was the 8th, right? Yep. On the 9th, I was there. They said, oh, yeah, they, there's, a, there's a group that bought out the restaurant for dinner uh, tomorrow. That would have been Thursday. And so I'm thinking, okay, that's got to be some, you know, it's like 135. It just all of a sudden, you know, they just suddenly bought it out. So they're speculating that it's actually either one of the you know a candidate who won or uh one of one of you know people who wrote the the build a bill that won um we're speculating that it was the the people behind the change in the charter the portland charter so that it's you know so the mayor has more power rather than the council the council people Hmm. um but anyway so it's just kind of interesting to 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 see uh like if if it was indeed election results related I love that that there's celebration happening in the city. Yeah, clearly it's the um, it's it's the bare naked ladies there. It'll be chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. Yes, have a drumstick and the brain starts clicking. But uh, something that uh, AG you were mentioning uh, before we started recording, and it's funny because there was a bit that I saw uh, this morning from Trevor Noah uh, Trevor Noah's show. There was a guy that had a um, a placard that basically had a, a circular logic type of thing where on mm-hmm. one end it's the, it's the word rigged and then on the other end it's it's the word l- lost 
and that's just Republican circular, circular logic that if they lost, that means it's rigged. And because it was rigged, that means they lost. But if they won and he flipped the, the placard, one then it, one on one end it's the it's the word one on the other other end on the other end is the word fair so if they won then it's a fair election that's part of their circular logic and the fact that you know there were certain individuals who conceded republican republican you know candidates who conceded the the their loss maybe it's a good sign you were saying or am I, or am I misquoting? No, 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 you're, you're right. I mean, the fact that Drazen conceded rather, and, and I think it was fine for her to wait until Absolutely. the votes were counted. Yes. So, there, I mean, uh, they have no issue with that whatsoever. It's once the votes are counted, it's time to quit the, you know, quit the game. So uh, she did that, and it makes me feel like at least, there's two things that makes me feel. One, maybe she's putting Oregon over party, or her own personal, you know, uh, brand. She's she's like, I'd rather I'm gonna just concede, so the state can get back to normal. But two, sh- there was there was there was some talk that she was gonna take this to the Supreme Court, you know, like Bush did. And I think if she had done that, then this sh- then she's going for broke because I don't think you're gonna be a candidate again the next <coughs> excuse me election if you're throwing up a stone wall as just coming to grips with the election result. So I think that her, by conceding, is like leaving the door open for her to run again. Well, I think more for her, she lost by almost four points. So again, that is like a major blowout in today's, because even Kate, even Kate Brown didn't win by that much. Kitsopper didn't even win by that much in the, in the last election. So you're looking at the fact that she lost by almost four points, even with uh, Betsy Johnson being in there uh, siphoning votes from the Democrat. I mean, that's an ass. That's an ass kicking that we didn't see. Well, see, that's the one thing I, I and I've heard this about Betsy Johnson is that she's taking votes away from Tina Kotek. But we don't know that for sure. I mean, on, and honestly, I wanted to get back to the polling stuff because I think polls are now more unreliable than ever because when people are calling pollsters or calling phone numbers, if I see a number come up on my phone that I don't recognize, I'm not answering it. So pollsters are probably getting information from older uh, voters because they're most likely, who's calling me? Hello. You know, rather than where I think the younger folks, and I actually I don't know why I'm including myself in that because I'm, I'm an old dude, but I have a young mentality is what yes, I'm saying. Yes, so, yes, yes. Uh, young at heart. Yes. Agree, agree, agree. Sure. Okay, good job. Uh, so <laughs> I think that it skews older. So the the polling results I think are not even that accurate anymore. The technology behind polling has not has not um, improved, right? Uh, well, with the th- times, th- that's not actually none of that's correct. A, a, a lot of the polling has improved. They use uh, uh, the text. They use email. They do phone reach out as well. Uh, but there's also the the passive, uh, like uh, you, YouGov, which is not that far off away from some of the things as well. So, you know, I, I don't know about that. I think the, the problem is that people change their minds more often. And if you look at uh, actually the last poll that I remember, because I follow this shit, you motherfuckers don't. On 530, I follow closer the polling than you guys do. Yeah, I bet you do. I do, I do. On 538, the last poll that I saw was 48 to 44 and then about eight, about eight percent for Betsy Johnson, 
and that was that's pretty much where we're at. I mean, it's like forty-seven to forty-three, about eight percent for Betsy Johnson, and and so I think it just depends on their on uh, you know maybe the questions that they're asking could uh, could be a little bit different as well. I think the fact here what what happened is Betsy Johnson about a month ago or a month and a half was about six was about six about sixteen percent fifteen percent in the polling. And if you and and actually Drazen was ahead in the polling, I think what freaked freaked people out was the MAGA chick thing happening. Also, Biden, uh, 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 Obama, Obama coming here yeah. and doing this shit. They're like, yeah, you know, this is some this is some serious shit happening right now. Do you really want a MAGA chick running the uh, you, know, you know the state? And I think that people now I think that if the if the election it came down to like forty five point one to forty four point nine percent, Drazen would definitely be on that trip of it's rigged. Uh, this is this is this isn't real. It's the same thing that Trump did in Georgia and in Arizona and every other place where yeah. the votes where the votes were tight. She definitely would have been doing that playbook. So speaking of Trump and and you know you proclaimed that you followed this uh, really closely. Do you happen to know, Mac, how many Trump-endorsed candidates actually lost? Uh, the exact number I don't know, but I do know a lot of election deniers lost, which is a good ah. thing. And even in the Secretary of State, if you look at the Secretary of State results, mm-hmm. really, really good for people who are, are, are following it. It's people who are, even in Republican states, where uh, you know it's 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 the it's the election deniers actually did not do very very well and especially and, and that's important on the secretary of state because they kind of control how things can go like i think in uh nevada i think i think the guy it was either nevada or arizona where there was a guy who was like super pro i think it was arizona i think where it was like i this 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 isn't right he's and he even went to the january 6th uh, 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 in the insurrection, I think we can call it pretty well now, who lost. Yeah. So I think people are just sick of the extreme Yeah. people with their, like, fucking bullshit conspiracy theories. And, you know, that really is the quality of the candidate that I think that actually screwed the GOP over more than anything. It's like they, they just had bad people running for office. And But, it's, but it was many of these bad people are were endorsed by trump yeah and some of them won like jd vance won i mean he's a piece of shit who actually ended up winning um uh but beyond that there's not a whole lot of people that he backed i mean he had a bad night and and that's a good thing is that what it sort of said is like we're not endorsing the democrats we're not necessarily endorsing republicans but we're definitely not endorsing MAGA. is MAGA. Right. And I think that's a that's a good thing uh, going going forward, e- even though uh, they'll, they'll probably control the House. You got McCarthy, but they're not going to control the Senate. And as long as they could just weather the next couple couple years and, and, and avoid crazy shit, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, coming their way, then and actually what they need to do is Hopefully Biden doesn't run again. But anyway, that's all another separate but, issue. So, so the mid t- the, the elections are done. Yeah. The most of the results are in, and obviously, um, you know, some some have been surprises, but some have been uh, predictable. Have have your actually? Well, my question is, have things changed on your end in terms of how you see, um, you know, influence and and um, and. Uh, 
and all that, you know, like, again, Trump's influence, which you just talked about, like, even, but even like Biden's influence on, on the vote. Have things changed on your end regarding that? Yeah, I think so. I think Biden is now even more, um, if you look at his approval rating, is like in like even more in the tank. But that doesn't reflect the rest of how it went for the Democrats, right? So, I mean, they actually won despite him. Right. But I think that's because people are kind of writing him off. I think they, they really don't want him to run again. Uh, I think the moderate Republican who might vote for him again is not going to do it. Sure. The, the Democrat isn't going to do it again. They, do, they just want somebody new and different. I don't think Kamala Harris is the right person either, uh, which is, I, I think, you know, the guy who could come out of this as kind of a winner is like a Buttigieg. And is, that, is, is that how to pronounce his name? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Buttigieg. I'm pretty sure it's Buttigieg. <laughs> Pete saying it. Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Say it a few more times. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. I think he could, uh, he and like a Klobuchar could be. Buttigieg Klobuchar? Yeah, I, I, I'd vote for a Buttigieg Klobuchar ticket. ticket. Yeah. How, how, t- so two candidates whose last names you can't pronounce or spell, perfect. <laughs> AG, what about you? Have, have <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm a little more optimistic in the sense that I think Trump's influence has, is yeah. a, I don't know if it's waning, but it has waned. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to keep waning, but it does give me some hope that America sees through the bullshit and is deciding that we want... I mean, I get the things are not perfect in the country right now, but the fact that you're, you know, you're safe in your home and you don't have brown shirts coming around and trying to get a, do a loyalty test on you is uh, a big, big, uh, nice thing to have right now. (laughs) Like life is more normal. So if the, if these folks were to get into power, it's going to be lights out for everybody. It's like, I mean, yeah. I think the goal yeah. right now of the Republican Party is to turn this into North Korea. And the, the, the walls they want to build, it's not to keep people out, it's to keep people in. I, so, yeah. So I don't, want, I don't want those haircuts. No, and especially not. <laughs> but I, I think this is, this is what he wants. This is what Trump wants is to be a god emperor and his, his say rules over the land. And this is... All these people have bought into this that he's getting at the other side, and that's the important thing. Not so much that he does stuff for the good of the country, but just that the other side is getting punished for what they're doing. And I think we uh, people need to get over this. Like we know this is just yeah. this is this is what partisanship is sort of ripping things apart. And it, I don't think it's from the left. You know, I get that there were protests from you know George Floyd and all. But they're not going after people. They're not going after politicians with zip ties and right, exactly. that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's, I'm getting a little off topic here. But uh, I do feel like we're a little further away from that now, especially since yeah. uh, the election is concluded. There haven't been any like massive right protests at the state capitol or anything, at least so far. But the, the people have accepted. And, and, here, and here's a point I do want to bring up is that a lot of the election workers, the election systems have made themselves a little more open. So there have been plenty of cases where they've been able to explain how the process works to folks. And so they're accepting how it works rather than I think beforehand, it's a little kind of esoteric. It's a little sort of shrouded the whole voting process. So it lent itself to 
people conspiracies conspiracies that yeah. there's massive and again there's going to be fraud uh, in some amount in every election but it's so tiny it's small and it's like yeah. if you if you yeah. threw out an election because of one case of voter fraud then all that would do was both sides would commit election fraud just in case they lost, then they could claim it. Correct. Right. So it really yeah. needs to be fraud on a massive scale over multiple states. And this just really is not possible. Like, I mean, you're, you're starting to get into some serious conspiracies. And Occam's Razor is saying, nope, you're having to presume too much for elections to be uh, uh, fraudulent or not valid. There's just too many th things there that have to happen for your version of the events to be true so step back this is how it works and Oregon is really good I mean we the the, the mail-in vote is really great as far as participation ease of doing it yep. you know you don't have to go to a poll you don't have to wait in line uh, and it. so this is the yeah. kind of stuff this is what Republicans don't want is they don't want it to be too easy because then they're their votes get sort of watered down by the people that they think shouldn't be voting. Well, their their voters are typically making more money than the people mm -hmm. who are voting for Democrats. It's just, it, and if you make it harder for people, not just of color, but people of economic status to vote, they're not going to do it. Right. It's more if if they have to drive thirty miles to a designated place somewhere, like Texas is is a, is a good example of this work. Yeah, miss miss work. They're they're not going to pay for it. Uh, if you take PTO, you don't want to do that because you know you if you, if you might be sick and you know that the companies down there don't have any. Uh, they're not uh, required to cover. They're not. There's, there's no state mandated sick sick leave. So you're taking it upon yourself to go and do it. And if and if you can't make it, you can't make it. That's what the bottom line is. It's, uh, you know, you either put foot in the table or you go take a chance. And you, and you go vote. And I think that's the big thing that's separating in a lot of these red states. What they do is they have plenty of voters who would probably uh, vote Democratic, but they can't. They just simply can't do it for whatever reason. If it's uh, a criminal record or uh, it's, it's because they can't afford it or they live way far away from where they have the designated fucking polling place and they do it on purpose. Yeah. It's like that kind of attitude is not going to continue to be able to, to, I don't think, for much longer anyway. Is, is voter intimidation a specific, uh, a Republican-specific thing? Oh, or yeah. Yeah. I mean, modern Republicans. I mean, Democrats, again, there was a switch back in the 60s. Yes. Modern Republicans. But if the you look GOP. at the GOP today, yeah, that's a thing. They they go down there with guns and tactical gear, and they and what's the like, what's the reasoning? Other like, how are you going to spot fraud? Yeah, you're not going to be. You're able not. To. You're just there <laughs> to think to make not just the voters, but the poll work or the you know the the, the election workers. There, yeah, that there could be a massacre at any any moment. Yeah, and so really, like you're detecting fraud. What are your well? I heard I heard that some of them some of the tactics they've used um, is like going to people who are in line and saying, hey, show me your voter registration yeah, card to make sure that's... questions, even though it's yeah, none of their goddamn it's, well, business. It, yeah. None of their goddamn business. It's not even legal. Yeah. But, you know, but it's endorsed by the GOP, those t kinds of tactics, right? Yep. All right. Uh, now, is it also fair to say, though, AG, that yes, you know, the, the, the results will tend to indicate that there's a, you know, slight departure from the MAGA, um, the MAGA people and the MAGA... Um, inclinations 
But is it fair to say Democrats don't relax? Because, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it could just be around the corner. This could still happen. Yeah, it's too much on a knife's edge right now as far as, I mean, I if you th- if you in a vacuum vac- a Co- Tina Kotek would have won the state by like 10 points this is doing without Betsy Johnson and all of that stuff so i think that yeah democrats they can't they can't take their eye off the ball and b- but the, i think what n- happens in an election and this is sort of wha- how it should be s- let's just take the the 2020 election Biden and Trump Trump loses. You should fade. You should fade into obscurity because it's been proven that you're not a winning candidate. Not anymore. So this is kind of what should happen: is the all of these poor candidates that the GOP has put forward, and and I do have a, a something to bring up about that is that the Democrats. One of the tactics that they have done is to fund the more controversial. GOP candidates, no. so they get on the ticket, and then they lose. Interesting. So fine with that. Uh, <laughs> it's it, and in in a sense, it's uh, of course the Republicans are complaining, you know, not fraud, but just that this is unfair. This is meddling. It's like, well, you guys do hey, the same maybe thing. That, you know? Maybe that's what PHK was uh, was after uh, by giving larger, no, sizable yeah, donations yeah, to Drazen. Yeah. <laughs> so Possibly. Yeah, th- th- that's part of it. So when I feel like when you're a candidate that loses, I think circumstances have to be exceptionally out of the ordinary for you to run again. Because it's been shown that you're, you're not a viable candidate. So I, th- I sort of feel like Drazen should fade. fade. Like you, you didn't win. You, th- this was the best chance for you to do it. You got a spoiler candidate. You've got a Democratic candidate that doesn't have like a, a upswelling of you know support. She's just she's the Democratic candidate, and she has some experience, and I'm good with that. But y- you need to you need to fade away. You can you can have some influence on the party. You can help train the next Republican candidate, but you need to be done because it's been proven that you are not a viable. Well, you're a viable candidate, but you're not a viable winner. Mm. Right. So. Right. I sort of feel like this should happen more often. Like there shouldn't be a, somebody else running again when they've already lost once. Well, it's pretty rare that it does. I mean, uh, Donald Trump is an outlier as far as that goes. It, you know, the Democrats actually have the only real case of, uh, of winning again. That's Grover Cleveland. Uh, you know, he actually won, then he lost, and he came back and won again because he was able to do so. I mean, that, that doesn't happen. And Teddy Roosevelt tried it as well. Almost did uh, win it again. So, but I think after that, it didn't happen again. For I know the same candidates kind of actually ran when I can look. Like some of them actually run for a few different cycles, but it's just because they didn't have any good candidates. And that's the thing with the and and I actually worry about that a little bit with the Democrats. Is like I don't. I think Buttigieg is probably the most likely candidate, and I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's not nuclear. Uh, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. not laughing at the pronunciation. Yes. I just. I like Buttigieg. how you pronounce it. I just want, I want to hear you say it more. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah, he has some booty. That'll be our new drop. But I, I, I think that he would be somebody that I vote for. I wouldn't vote for Kamala Harris 
She's damaged goods Kamala. in a lot I don't know of if she's way. damaged. Like, but, and I don't have a really a complaint against her. It's like, but what has she done? Like, what? I don't even know what she's she wasn't responsible a vi- for. She wasn't, a vi- uh, she wasn't really a viable candidate but, when she was running in, in the election. But, A.G., then, can we apply your logic then to Stacey Abrams? She's lost once. She lost again by even more, I think, this, this, this last So week. it's like, Stacey, get in the back seat. Stacy, use your experience to help somebody who is a s- successful candidate or can be rather than, you know, again, one of the things is like, why would you even want to go into politics right now? I guess you want to make a change, but you're, you're setting yourself up for a life of strife. So I just feel like, you know, whenever there's a candidate, say there's, say in, say in Oregon, say there were five Republican candidates. That's a lot of money. For all of those candidates to be throwing at something that's only going to work out for one of them. Yeah. So if if somebody Stacey Abrams, I, I I have her, you know, I hold her in high regard. Uh, if, if she can't win, then I don't think anything is going to change from till the next election. So, I mean, it, it, you could do more things to sort of build your base, but if everything just sort of stayed, you know, uh, level, you're not going to win. So. I th- it, people need to just like let's get the next let's not get the next peop- next generation ready, and not just try and make it about yourself. Well, I think she did that in 2020. She certainly helped out quite a bit <clears throat> in getting awesome. mob- mobilizing yeah. yeah voters for and maybe that's and uh, that's the other thing. It's like in, maybe her in, skill set's a bit different. And in, in the NFL, yeah. an offensive coordinator sometimes gets promoted to the head coach. Doesn't mean they're a good head coach, right? You right. might be really good, exceptionally good, at your lower level job, and that's maybe where she. And I'm not saying that I'm not trying to put a ceiling on her. I'm just saying that she seems to be really good at doing what she's doing as is. At grass and grass, grass, grassroots, uh, mobilizing voters. Didn't she? I mean, she was yeah. pretty. She was very instrumental in the, uh, Warnock and Ossoff. Or both, something. Both both of those elections. Yeah. And and, and 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 getting those guys across the or at least one of did Ossoff no Ossoff didn't win, did he? He won. Oh, that's right, he won. Yeah. Uh getting them across the finish line. Uh and that's where she could be really good, like right now, especially with we need Warnock to definitely win. Because I'll give fifty one to forty nine. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry as much about that fuck face uh mansion. Mansion. Wait, fifty one to uh, forty nine and then the vice president? Well, uh, that, that doesn't matter at that point. Oh. So it matters if it's, if it's 50-50, then it'll be the same oh, as it is now. With, uh, That's if everybody votes along party lines. Yeah, exactly. And, Which and, they do. And, and, well, except for Manchin occasionally being a fucking bitch about things. So he is a fucking bitch. He's a fucking little bitch. And if we can just get rid of that guy as being, having any influence in anything, I'd be fine. Because then he can go side with the Republicans any time he wants. Yeah. And it won't fucking matter. Okay, well, final word on the uh, election, AG. Just uh, it, it, things it, it turned out differently than I thought, according to pre-election polling. And one of the ones down in my area, which I was a little surprised by, was uh, Val Hoyle is taking over uh, Peter DeFazio's role, or his job in the House. And he, he, she was running against Alex Scarlatos, which... She won. She won, and Alex, first of all, he's sort of a, I'm doing the quotes here, hero from the Paris train attack that he helped stop. But since then, oh, has just right. become has be yeah. just become a MAGA, you know, idiot. Yeah. And he lost. And so that was like, that's encouraging to me 
that it's not just I mean, down there, which is, you know, it's, I don't know if it's fairly red. It, it is probably that he didn't make it when he was, has the name recognition, at least down there. Cause it's uh, not that he's a hero, but you see he's run for multiple things. So you see his name on political signs a lot. The fact that he lost is, I find that really encouraging that people are sort of taking the sane, whether, whether you like Democrats or not, just take the sane option. Yeah. So that that's all I'm asking, and I think that was somewhat carry or it, it carried forward this time, and I'm I'm pretty happy about that. So that's I think I'm generally optimistic about how this went. Mac. Yeah, I mean I think um, the people saw what happened on January sixth. Uh, the people already saw what happened the four years previous to that, and they saw that a lot of the same candidates, because of what they is perceived as the base in the Republican Party. Um, were uh, trying to, to, to keep hitching themselves to that particular mindset. And I think people are just tired of it. They're like, I, I don't want to do, I don't want to worry about de- they, they want their democracy to be safe. And even if it's their own party, they can see um, there's still enough critical thinking, I guess, which yeah. I was worried about. Mm-hmm. There's still enough critical thinking and, and contemplation and, um, and examination of these of these people that are out there. They're like, oh yeah, this motherfucker is crazy. Okay, maybe I'm not going to vote for him. I may not vote for the Democrat. Also, it's not like they're all flo- they're all flocking to the Democrats. But the most of them are just like, yeah, no, I can't. I can't put my name on this, even if it's personal, because that's like way against what I believe and what I think of. So I think that's I think that's a really good thing. I think even in the case of pro- of progressives, they, I think they en- they need to understand that 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 they're where they want to go. We can get to some of those things e- eventually, but it has to become mainstream first. And you can't just go to all these crazy things and and all these things that you want just because you want them and think it's going to happen. Uh, you have to take time. You have to explain to people so they understand it. Um, you know, I think uh, that's that's why if you go back to 2010 uh, or uh, or so when o- 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 Obamacare passed, it was a watered down version of what they started out with because they realized like they, this ain't going to pass unless we water it down. So I think it's it's a, it, it, going back to politics. It's that step by step approach. You can't have everything you want. You know, that's that's kind of the thing. I would say the theme song is you, you can't always, can't always get, get, what get what you, what you want. want. For the Republicans in this cycle, I think that's a that's a pretty good theme theme song. Well, I think one thing that that I feel like Republicans have lost is that democracy. How democracy should work is it's a marketplace of ideas. The winning the winning idea gets implemented. The losing idea does not. And what that should do for if you're on the on the right and you're you know even far or in the middle is it shouldn't be that when you lose the election, you dig your heels in. The, yeah, the, the double down. What should it. happen in democracy is that you should come back. Your policies from your party should come back towards the middle to get those middle ground voters. And I feel like Republicans are not doing that. They're just trying to turn up the, they're trying to turn up the anger and getting people to put their head in the, in the sand rather than coming to the table and let's talk about how we both can be satisfied with something going forward. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, the good thing is uh, I recently joined the parlor, 
parlor app because oh, I yeah. wanted to. And uh, I just, <laughs> today, today I found out that I was verified. We'll be right back. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuousbastards at gmail.com. Welcome back to the break. Hope you made it a productive one. So, um... Like I said, uh, like I was bragging about before we went on break that I'm verified on Parler because I had to, uh, you know, go there. I'm just kidding. But uh, but one of the things that happened, of course, since we all got together, gents, last time we got together, rather, is that uh, uh, Elon Musk officially bought Twitter a couple of weeks ago, I feel. Like it was, uh, I think October 28th was when he... That's when the, f- the sale closed. It was when the sale closed yeah. and, and no all of that. And uh, yeah, forty-four billion dollars. Uh, hope the hope the check cleared already by now. Man, I wish I would have invested in that back in the day. Man, I tell you. Oh yeah, I bet. Shit. But uh, but Twitter. But but since that purchase and since he acquired Twitter, there've been a lot of shit show things that happened. Uh, he laid off thirty-five hundred people. I feel, or maybe it's seven thousand. Like that. I, Something I, like that. I actually have a list because I'm in the recruiting business. So. Oh. I've got a list of those of those people. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. so yeah, so he let go. He let go of thirty five hundred people. He let go of some key uh, leadership uh, people in leader, le- leadership roles, which he had to pay a lot of money. And um, and also uh, the most recent one is something about Twitter blue, like the blue check mark verified. He's ch- starting to charge for that seven dollars ninety nine cents a, a month a year. I can't remember what it was. It's a month. So there's. He got rid so. of all the people that are on any sort of like verification. It's purely pay $8 and you can sign up for a verified account. But what they don't do is they don't make you stay with the name that you're that you verified. So you can get the verification and then change it. And this is what happened to Eli Lilly. Oh, yeah. Was <laughs> somebody went on there, changed it to that. Now said this is this is beyond genius that they did this to say that insulin is now free, which caused Eli <laughs> Lilly's market cap to drop like precipitously. Oh, and so lovely. This, is just, this is just stuff that Elon Musk has no, he has, well, I don't say he has no business at it, but he has no expertise at the, the intricacies and the, how these things, how making one decision Somebody can totally exploit this. So he has no Wait a concept. Second. I'm sorry. Before we get to mm-hmm. that particular point, you said something about that you can t- change your username. Mm-hmm. What you're saying. So how did that affect Eli Lilly? Because Eli Lilly. Somebody changed their name to Eli Lilly. Oh, got it. And so got they, it. Bought the veri- they bought the, the verification. verification. They changed the name. Interesting. So now they've gotten <laughs> rid. They've gotten rid of the whole verification thing. Which for now. Is, it's basically useless. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I. I mean. I don't know if this country. Uh, this company is going to be around at the end of the year. Is how badly this is going. Oh. I mean, I'm no expert, but this is. You're not the prognosticator of prognosticators. No, I'm not. <laughs> Adjudamus. Okay. But I, I just like this. I, I don't know if his whole concept was to just to destroy Twitter. Then he could have just shut it down the minute he bought it. But he's doing this sort of 
half-assed, like, I'm going to lay off all these people because layoff, you know, cutting the workforce means the profits go up. Profits go up. And that's that's the only thing that that means to him. So he probably has an index card that says that, you know, that he pulls out of his wallet. <laughs> Cut workforce profit go up. Every day. Profit. Every day. Was, okay, yeah, I'm good. Uh, equal I'm good. profit good. Yes. You know, so I, the guy, I mean, I have, if Twitter goes down, which I don't know how it's going to be saved, yeah. it does affect a lot of people. And and I was saying this while we were off air is that yes, there's a lot of 4chan trolls, and what were sort of closeted bigots are now like out in the open bigots on Twitter again. But it's there's a it is a resource for people say in other countries, developing countries to share information, uh, to post things like the Arab Spring, that mm. kind of stuff that the dictators or the rulers of these countries which are have very few like you know rights for the citizens this is how they can share information get it out there and now if it were to go away it's like well what what's gonna be in its place that's a worldwide sort of one source for this kind of information so it's 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 kind of a good thing it's also kind of a really bad thing well supposedly there's a there's a platform called mastodon yeah. i've heard about yeah, that a little bit yeah that, that people are, are are flocking to um and it is interesting because about i was just reading that one point one point million plus users left twitter when elon musk purchased it and i can imagine that that's just a drop in a bucket it's a drop maybe? in the bucket yeah that didn't mean shit but that's that's these are, I think, the people that have quit, and I'm going to raise my hand as one of them. I have, have canceled my Twitter account as far as I, I wasn't doing much on it anyway, but I did. The reason I, w I signed up for Twitter was I just want to post random thoughts. I just want to, like, a, a, a receptacle for just the shower thoughts that I have. Yeah. So it's not so much like I want to follow anybody, although I did for a while, but I, I don't even care if anybody responds to it. It's more just a repository for me to put things that are out there and it's now sort of permanent. Yeah, I've saved one of your tweets, something about premature ejaculation. Yeah. But I mean, I can't yeah. find it anymore because I quit Twitter as yeah. well. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Did, no, when you quit it, did you download your info? Well, actually, hang on. I didn't, I just quit using it. No. Did you hit it before you quit it? <laughs> I did not hit it before <laughs> I quit it. I didn't, I didn't realize that I can download my info. I'd love to download my info because all of my you know, all of my tweets uh, uh, to TriMet, I want to make sure I save all those mm -hmm. because those, those, are, are, those are good. Those so, some of yeah, them are good. Productive. productive. The, and the process, yes. okay, and this is another complaint I have about Twitter, <laughs> is that you can't just quit. You can't just be like, I'm done today. They, you, you are basically signing up to be suspended for 30 days, and then after 30 days, you, your account is wiped, whatever that means. But I think it's they're giving you like a 30 day cool down period. So that if you change your mind about twitting quitter, uh, about quitting Twitter, twitting quitter, twitting quitter. Uh, so if you change your mind, you can come back and not lose anything. And I, and this is, I think a pretty common thing, especially like a celebrity yeah. has some scandal and then they quit Twitter. And well, I don't have a problem back. with that. I think that's totally fine. But yeah. so yeah, so you can, when you go to suspend your account, you can choose to get a, you know, a Excel file of your stuff. And I did choose to do that because I wanted, I want the stuff that I put out there and I don't want to have to just like do screenshots, so that was somewhat helpful. It might be jarring though to to read like tweets that I've tweeted in two thousand nine, and and you know think, oh my god, these these tweets could have gotten me fired, <laughs> you know? Well, like how many anti-Semitic tweets have I posted on oh, there? Thousands, thousands, I'm sure. Innumerable. But uh, no, no. But I also felt like maybe non-use 
is also kind of like a form of uh, it's it's silent quitting. I silently quitted, 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 you, you quitted, quitted, yeah, definitely quitted. Well, I th- I think there is some sort of a pol- like a dormant account policy that they have that if it's not used after some time, then they may suspend it. But yeah, this was more, I was a little more proactive in mine. It's like this was like the day after the sale was finalized. I'm like, I do not want this guy having my information, although he probably already has it. And even though I downloaded it, it doesn't mean that they don't still True. have it. It's probably a, there's probably a so. dummy account. Um, but yeah. uh, I did, I, all, all I did was say, was basically tweet out by Twitter. And then I have, have not used it since then. I've deleted the app from my phone. Um, but to your point, AG, I mean, I could still go back in there if I wanted to, but uh it did increase my my my, my Facebook posts uh, frequency of Facebook posting have increased. Ah, I've noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> you're finally acting your age. <laughs> that's and good. that's uh, and that's basically because I quit Twitter and I'm like, what's I can't keep these thoughts just in my head. It's I need either to that or Insta or the. Or you the, can have a picture other, to go yeah. on Insta. And like I don't always have a picture for. Yeah, I don't well, I'm interested in Macedon maybe because that's where it looks like a bunch of journalists are going to Macedon and and. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Mac. What about you? Wow. You really didn't use Twitter, you know, at that no, much. No, occasionally I'll get on there and do and do a little bit, but for the most part, it's just uh, you know a big waste of my time. To be honest with you, it's it's and and I I think that uh, the things that are dangerous, I think that have been proven to be dangerous now are now pretty well known. So even if Donald Trump does come back to Twitter, I think everybody else will just get. An authenticated, uh, uh, authenticated Donald Trump uh, Twitter handle, and they'll just be flooded with that. I mean, honestly, I I don't know what they're going to do with that. I, I, you mentioned the Arab Spring; that was like a, a, a like a golden era example of how it could be useful and positive. Um, and then you go to 2016, and then beyond until Trump finally got kicked uh, kicked off of that motherfucker about how dangerous it could be. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, if it goes away, I'm fine, but it becomes less important. I think it will become marginalized in people's minds because of Elon Musk. I mean, if you have a front man like that, you're going to either love it or you're going to, you're not going to take it seriously. And I think uh, I'm, I don't take, tw- I don't take Twitter seriously whatsoever. Other than I look at some sports stuff that comes out here and there and, um, you know, but as far as like anything serious again, I think that that golden era is gone with with Twitter. I find it a little bit sad, actually, because I thought that uh, Twitter had an important part to play. It, it had did with Barack Obama's election, the first president who really utilized so- social media, social media. Uh, you know, clearly Trump did. Biden didn't know what the fuck he was doing because he was. He was pa- he was passed out, but then they're like, "Here, he'll, he'll, here, Joe, let me let me tweet for you." He doesn't do his own tweets. Come on, it's, uh, nobody does. Ain't nobody got time for that. And, uh, well, he's 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 too old. He he's, he his literally little, does not have time for that. His arth his fingers are so full of arthritis that he can't even do it anyway. So you know, I think that uh, it, it is kind of an end of an era in a lot of ways, because I'm never going to look at Twitter again as like a serious place. Um, to, I mean, not that it ever was a serious place, but y- you know what I mean. It's like well, serious things came about because of, because of it, right? And now with the, uh, you know Elon fucking Musk and his little grinning mug, you got to see that motherfucker every day. I'm not going to get him a, 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 I yeah, fuck him. I'm not even going to get. I'm not even going to delete my account. 
You're just not going to use it. I'm not going to use it, and then they can delete it. They could take whatever they want from there. There was nothing good on there anyway. There was never anything good from nothing you, good from you there. Nothing. Nothing. So so t- Trump. I'm Trump. Sorry. <laughs> so Trump. Elon Musk purchasing Twitter. Yeah. Um, really affects you. Affects you in a very low way. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it more of in like uh, just like a nostalgic way. It's like now we got this motherfucker in charge of this shit, and before it just seemed like there was like an opportunity for people, kind of like what you were saying, just put out thoughts and just sort of have some fun with it. And you know, no, I don't want to see mis misinformation from Nazis on there or from anybody else for that matter. I don't, I don't think that that should be tolerated. I think that. Uh, it, it's not a f- an arm of the federal government. It, 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 there's no reason why free speech rules should even uh, apply there, frankly. Uh, there's no obligation to do no. so. So the whole idea of free speech and there's no consequences for it, come on. Well, I think if you, if you pay $7.99 a month to get that blue check, uh, you can get your free speech. Yeah, yeah because at least it. you're paying. It's not a free... It's not a free platform. Uh, but, you know, the, the thing about uh, Trump's account potentially being reinstated, I think Elon had stated that, that he was not going to do that. Or I've, I've, read, I've read maybe two different articles. I thought Trump just it. said he, he's not coming he's back. He's not coming back. Oh, he's not coming back. Because he's got Truth Social. He's got his own app. Yes, with all the millions now, they don't even have millions of... Uh, no, because it's all now. them. They're just talking to one another. So it's and not that's, that's the reason why they want to go to Twitter is because they can find people who they can get into arguments with, whereas hundreds of millions on truth, social, it's just a hive mind. So there's really nothing to argue. And if these people don't have something to be angry about, they don't have anything. So, and even the people who go there to argue with them are just trolling them. It's not even like a serious thing. They're just, they're just riling them up. Ooh. So maybe I will go into truth, social and troll them. Parlor, Truth, Truth Social, whatever you want to do. Gabba yeah, I, I think Gabba's. Gabba Dabadoo. Yeah. But see, this again, like these, these sort of alternatives to Twitter are never going to be Twitter because you're putting your flavor on it, and the flavor is right wing ideology. So, <laughs> you know, you, and, and I'm sure that these places like Truth are like easily hackable. Because you know that nobody is, there's nobody competent there's no, on there's that side. N- there's no security. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Just it, It's more like that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at one another. Yeah. It's like that's basically what they're doing in those things. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> you're talking to the same people. You're talking to a mirror. And you're upset, damn it. And someone's going to hear me. I think it's also fair to say, though, that, yeah, Elon Musk basically was the fi- purchasing Twitter was the final nail on the coffin. But let's be let's be real here. Donald Trump started breaking Twitter once, you know, once he became the president. Well, he started it, breaking Twitter. It could have gone either way, though. So, I mean, Twitter could have just accepted it and allowed him to continue. And then actually Donald Trump would have been able to stay, been able to stay relevant uh, if it wasn't for those decisions. Because he reached a lot of people, and that was how he governed. He governed by Twitter. Yeah. So they took away that access to hundreds of, you know, over 100 million people. And then he became just this, like, he became, like, you know, from, like, a, I don't want to equate him to a lion because I like cats and lions. But a roar to, like, now he's just this little squeaking mouse that is kind of annoying over there. And, and so I think that really was a good thing that did that, that they, they, they got his ass out of there. And, and people like James Woods and like the Roseanne bars, uh, you know, all these people who got just kicked off of Twitter 
for just spouting just like hate speech. Was Kanye ever kicked out of Twitter? Uh, I think he's been suspended. I don't think he's ever been kicked out, but um, I'm not sure what he's doing on there anymore. But it's, just, it's ridiculous. Just fucking assholes. Well, in terms of um, Twitter being uh, now potentially going to uh, die a slow death, any fi- like if you were to do a final tweet, uh, AG, uh, before Twitter dies a uh, slow death, what would it be? Well, I, like I said, I'd have to re-sign back up to do this. Uh, but I would just be, so, you know, so long and thanks for all the fish. Son of a bitch. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's why he went to me first. God damn it. Twitter out.